Howdy folks, I want to welcome you to another episode of Life Around the Fire. My name is David Hutari and I'll be your host today. We are a podcast that is devoted to spiritual growth. And when I'm talking about spiritual growth, I'm referring to growth in our relationship with God and in our relationships with one another. What I'd like to do in this particular episode is take a few moments and talk about this whole aspect of starting all over again, right? <laughs> for for some of us, that's actually some really good stuff. That's like good news. We get to start all over again. I remember growing up playing hockey in northern Minnesota, and when our team would lose a hockey game, I was just devastated. I was in a foul mood. You know, I was a young kid. I was in a bad mood for all day, sometimes all night. And then the next day would come and you know what? We had to start all over again. And so we'd gather together and huddle up and, you know, discuss some things, what went wrong. And then we'd say, okay, we can do this thing, right? And within an hour, we were practicing and we were going to do that thing, right? So we started all over again. And many of us have had some stuff like that in life where, you know, you go through, whether it's a game or remember growing up as a kid, also a relationship. Oh man, you have a girlfriend or a boyfriend and you have something pretty serious going on. And then it just, you know, it's not going to last. Or someone comes up to you and says, it's not going to last. However it works out, it's not going to last. And you have to start all over again. So that whole thing of starting over again is a reality in life that we've all dealt with, or if you haven't, you're going to. And what we do with this whole thing of starting all over again is very, very important because if we make a lifetime decision based upon feeling really, really low really lousy, that's not a wise thing to do. Or or if we make a lifetime decision when we are really super energized and super high, we're really super, I mean, we're just happy, right? We're just very, very, very happy. And it's going to feel like that, or at least it seems like it's going to feel like that for the rest of your life. It isn't. And to make a lifetime decision when you're either super happy or super low is not a wise thing to do. It's better to make 
lifetime decisions when you're in some sort of an even keel mode and you bounce things off other people. But this whole aspect of starting all over again can actually be a very important thing. For me, there was a point in my life when I was about 35 years old and I was seeing some things take place that were really very positive in the lifestyle that I was living, in the things that I had applied myself to. I was a leader of a fellowship in a local church in St. Paul. It was flourishing. It was growing. I thought I was going to be doing that for the rest of my life. And then one day I had this very vivid impression that came to me. And the impression was this, that things were going to be changing. And what I was doing as a leader, as a pastor, was going to change radically. And it really threw me for a loop for a minute. Initially, I thought that really was just me kind of fabricating something. And I had to step back, take a look at it. And then again, I had this very strong impression that things were going to be changing in my life. So I had a couple of people that were around me that were trusted individuals, and I bounced that off of them. And uniquely enough, they said, yeah, it, it, it seems as though things are going to be taking place that God's telling you that you need to be preparing for a change in your life. And so I did my best to prepare for that. However, I didn't know how significant that change was going to be and how real the death of a vision was going to be in my life. Now, I don't know if you have ever experienced the death of a vision, something that you feel you are going to be involved in for the rest of your life. You've thrown yourself into it completely, and then one day you realize it's coming to an end. That vision that portion of your life is going to experience a radical change. Well, I did. And I, as much as I tried to be prepared for it, I must say that I was not prepared for the reality of the change. Uh, the concept of it was something that I kind of wrapped my mind around, but the real reality of it, the ramifications of what was going to be taking place in my life, the death of a vision really hadn't registered inside of me until one day I had to make a decision as to what I was going to be doing with a certain set of circumstances. And to make that decision was going to be something that if I chose one direction, it was going to require me to take and step back from what I was doing as a pastor and radically changed the course of my life. And it was absolutely excruciating. It was painful. If the death of a vision is not painful, I, <laughs> I don't know what pain is. I felt the death of that thing like I had felt the death of one of my children. Because I had thrown myself that deeply into what was taking place. My identity was so wrapped up in that, that to see that take place as a change 
to see that change take place, to see a death of that happen, was inconceivable to me. However, it did take place, and it was a reality, and for a period of several months and several years, actually, the impact of that change rocked my world. I didn't know what to do with myself. I didn't know what I was going to do in order to generate income. Everything in my life had changed, and as a result, I became a different person for a period of time. I started doing things that normally I wouldn't do, saying things I normally wouldn't say, thinking ways that I normally wouldn't think. My life, it was like everything inside of me was shook. Just, I had a great shakeup, a big shakeup that took place, and all the stuff inside of the drawer of my life was just tipped over and tipped out. And it was all over the place, and I didn't know how to put things in order. And it looked like that was going to be something that was going to be my life for the rest of my life. The death of that vision was so impacting that I literally had to let go of any concept of any type of involvement with anything like that ever again. And when I did, when I finally did that, I let go of that whole notion it wasn't until that took place that a new vision was able to be imparted or implanted into my mind, into my heart. Thank God. And that is the good news of this particular podcast. The death of a vision does not mean the death of our life and our ability to be productive, to be useful, to be meaningful. Our life still has great meaning even when it feels like we have hit the bottom and we don't know what to do with ourselves. Because the death of a vision can feel just like that. In fact, what I'm learning is, not just from myself but from others, that it isn't until we reach that place where we just abandon everything that we are not yet free to receive a new vision. Because the old element of our life, that old way of doing things, as good as it was, as good as it was, it wasn't going to be something that God wanted to provide for us for the duration of our life. It was a stepping stone, so to speak. So when that took place within my life, once I abandoned myself, gradually, as a result of that, I began to have a new sense of purpose, a new sense of direction, a new sense of anointing in my life, power, the ability to serve that was not just me doing good things, but it was God using me to express himself through me. Powerful reality, beautiful truth, something that I want to share with each and every one of you because if you're not experiencing something like that now, the likelihood of it being something in your life down the road is pretty high. And so with that in mind, what I'd like to do is take a few moments and just pause right here and pray regarding this whole aspect of the death of a vision and the rebirth of something new. Father, 
thank you for the reality that you see the beginning and the end all in focus and that your heart is committed to us through the process. Even when we can't see things clearly, you can. And so, Lord, I ask that right now your spirit would rest upon those that are listening to this and there would be a sense of assurance that their lives are far from being over, that it is a transitional point and that from that transition, you're leading and guiding them in a good way. Like a good shepherd, you're leading them to green pastures, as it were, still waters, places in their life that are refreshing, that Psalm 23 would be a reality in their hearts and minds, in our hearts and minds, Lord, for the duration of this particular process and beyond it. Father, we honor you, we thank you, and we bless your name. Amen. And amen and amen. All right, folks. I love you. I hope your day goes well. If you have any thoughts, concerns, questions, please feel free to drop us a line at lifearoundthefire at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. We'll get back in touch with you. In the meantime, adios, amigos.